0: You want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com, then find out if you instantly won $10, $100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of getting stuff done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June thirtieth, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com rules. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to DC On Screen, a podcast about the upcoming DC properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hello. All right, guys. Today, we are going to get into a whole bunch of, if not all of, the I, DC I movies... I doubt all of. <laughs> Everything that we could find about it anyway. All of the DC movies that were never made. These were DC movies that were uh, that were in development or, or being pitched. And we thought it'd be fun to talk about that. Um, that this will be two episodes. But first we're going to jump into some news. Including some SDCC news. Which is actually the Batman vs. Superman panel is happening right now. On Monday we will come back and record and... Uh, A small episode um, about everything that dropped during the SDCC event, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, for those of you who don't know, Um, but... We're gonna jump into some news right now. First off, they for San Diego Comic Con they released a trailer for Arrow, The Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. It is online. It's not. There's nothing really new there. It's sort of just an amp up trailer with uh, bits and pieces from different comic book characters thrown into live action.
1: Just a sizzle reel.
0: Just kind of a sizzle reel, like a like a motion comic sizzle reel.
1: Yeah, I mean. Mm. We will wait for real news on them. We have some of that for Arrow, right?
0: Yes, we do have some real news for Arrow. Neil McDonough is apparently going to be gaining a new alliterative name. He's going from Dum Dum Dugan over in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to Damian Dark in Arrow season 4. I'm really excited about that. I like that actor. Um,
1: I like the guy. Uh, you, if if no one recognizes him by his actual name, you'll you'll know him when you see him as oh that guy. You'll remember. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: you'll remember him. I oh, think he's yeah. doing justified now. I think that was what he Yeah, was he's doing dilemma.
0: justified now. Yeah. Um You're gonna you're gonna look at the guy and for no other reason you're gonna go, Oh yeah, he was a he was a dick to Tom Cruise In Minority Report. Right. I
1: remember <laughs> him. He's a jerk. Yeah, you'll be fine. Uh and and you know, maybe he can cast some light on who the hell this Damian Dark is anyway. Mm. It's 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 an elusive it's an elusive title to have. So. Apparently, so. do whatever you want with it, guys. I don't. I don't care. I, Me either. Just make it fun.
0: Jay Garrick has been confirmed for Flash season two.
1: Yes, um, that is exciting.
0: They, it is old or young? Have do we a, know? We don't know. Okay, I'll take either. Um, yeah. So we'll, uh, the new Flash costume is on display uh, for San Diego Comic Con. There are mm-hmm. pictures of it online. I highly suggest you go check that out. We we will be putting that in the in the show notes.
1: There's there's still an instinct I have when I see those costumes in a like at a at a panel somewhere just filling up a case. Mm-hmm. It's the same instinct I have with the Wonder Woman outfit like why isn't someone using that right now? What what is it doing sitting here? Why <laughs> did someone have the day off? And I realized this, I had to think about it, but no, it's the instinct is that I just I some part of my little little tiny head thinks that's a real person's costume and that they're not out fighting crime somewhere. I know. It's it really is a, a, a that instinct.
0: Well they are. They're they're there. They're not using their costume. Mm-hmm. But they are at San Diego Comic Con fighting the crime of bad marketing. Right. So
1: No, it's just my <laughs> suspension of disbelief just is, is taking over for that uh for that minute. I don't know.
0: Well, this is fun. Uh do you remember Cameron Monahan, the guy that uh the guy that played Jerome in season one of Gotham? Mm hmm. He Instagrammed a photo of him standing in uh, one of the lineup. Uh, what, what do you call those things? Like the photo where they, the, the criminals take the pictures. What do you call those? Oh, mugshots. Mugshot. Mug shot. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> me, me, me neurons weren't banging together.
1: <laughs> me, um, me neurons bang. Go.
0: He Instagrammed a photo of himself in white makeup with the lipstick. Wow. Just a tease, but he's standing. He's it's like a mugshot situation.
1: It is. Does, was this a personal enterprise, or was this on a set somewhere?
0: Yeah, like a set somewhere, man. I mean, especially if, since they have I been. Were,
1: if I were him, I would probably just be putting on the white makeup and and at home. I would be too excited to wait for actual set time.
0: Actually, I think we've both done that. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't recall it, but I would believe it.
0: Um. <laughs> Yeah, but they they did. They released some uh, pictures, and we know that he's back. We they released yeah, pictures confirmed. from Gotham. Um, he
1: was already confirmed for season two. We knew he was going to be in there, and they we know that season two is going to focus a lot on him. So
0: um, yeah, we got we've uh, we but we've gotten some set pics of of uh, Jim Gordon running around all bloody with a gun, and Barbara standing on a corner looking confused as always, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cameron Monaghan in a in a prison jumpsuit. I'm down. Let's do this. Yeah, I
1: like it. I mean, he's supposed to be All in right. prison right now anyway, so he's got to get out somewhere.
0: Sure. I suppose. Over oh, to the Super Joker's Girl.
1: first prison break. Mm-hmm. It's going to be adorable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Over to Supergirl. Apparently, they are in talks with uh, Laura Vandervoort, who played Supergirl on Smallville, mm-hmm. and they're trying to work out some kind of a uh, cameo role. We don't have any real information on that, but I think it's interesting. Laura Vandervoort actually wants to be on Supergirl and, and wants to play some part. Um, she'll be the second Supergirl to be second former Supergirl to to show up on the show because uh, Helen Slater from the original Supergirl movie in 1984 is apparently going to show up at some point.
1: Right. I, if I've, they do if they do too much of that it's going to be a problem for me. I'm already going to have enough trouble ignoring Dean Kane.
0: I never have trouble ignoring Dean Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I got some Bill, big news Bill for the pullman of Superman.
1: Who's that guy? Right? No, that guy.
0: Yeah. I've got some really big news for you. Okay, shoot. Um, they, have, they have confirmed at San Diego Comic-Con that there will be three movies, three animated movies coming out for, for 2016. One of them is Batman Bad Blood. One of them is Justice League vs. Titans, which is thought to be a uh, sequel to the Throne of Atlantis in war movies. And they're doing the killing joke.
1: Mm. Oh, that's got to make you happy.
0: They're doing the killing joke, man.
1: That's got to make you happy. I, I, I'm i not necessarily disappointed with the other ones, but, um, man. And it, there are a lot of times where these are uh, fun little movies you could sit down with your kid and watch. And you'd both probably enjoy it a little bit. I don't think that's going to be one of those.
0: Yeah, me, me it's either. It's the
1: freaking killing joke.
0: I mean, I'm excited because there's a possibility now. Mark Hamill said he would come out of retirement and play the Joker again if they ever did the killing joke.
1: Right, he was very specific about it too. That he, you know, he he liked the retirement gig, but man, what a role! Oh, and it would be fantastic. Now, I'd love to see. Um, there's there's any number of things I'd look forward to with the Killing Joke. Like that's that's um, that's that's a that's as good as anything that's coming out already in 2016. But w- what are they going to do with that last panel? Does he does he does his neck crack or not?
0: I don't know, man. Hopefully, they leave it as ambiguous as the comic does itself. You know, All right. I, suppose you I don't have need to, to but
1: it, what i'll be listening for is do they have the you know do they have the sound um
0: no they should just cut uh i mean they might i don't know but i would love to i would honestly just love to hear like the joker laughing we see batman kind of grab up at him just like the comics it fades down to the water hitting the ground the rain hitting the ground mm-hmm. and we lose all soundtrack yeah all music any anything ah
1: there's that's, that's gonna be awesome um and if they get i don't know if they will well, uh, hopefully they'll get conroy there's there's a lot of good options with the batman these days but um <coughs> you, <laughs> i i will be looking forward to that little uh that little laugh they share
0: <laughs>
1: it's not it's not often found that they share a laugh and uh it's even even stranger when it makes it to a recording of some kind all right i could i could drone on about how amazing that's going to be for for a while but it would all be just being me internally reviewing the pages of that book
0: right and um, daydreaming all right Now, there are some websites out there who are live-streaming the Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad event that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually having trouble keeping up with it, honestly. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Well, We'll come back for anything. We don't have Monday.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the uh the San Diego Comic-Con right now, they have shown so far a bunch of footage from Suicide Squad. Uh Deadshot firing his gun, Killer Croc strapped to a bed, Batman and Superman staring each other down, um from Batman v Superman. They've shown a Suicide logo, a Suicide Squad logo, a Wonder Woman logo, Justice League 1 and 2 logos, the Flash logo, Aquaman logo, and a bunch of concept art, a Cyborg logo and concept art from that. And a Green Lantern Corps logo. Hmm. Green Lantern Corps. I I might stress. Mm-hmm. So, oh dear Lord, we. <laughs>
1: so there will be Lantern Eye at, at, at this during these movies.
0: It it, d- it does appear that there will be multiple Green Lanterns floating about. Um, apparently, there's there's some footage of Superman and Batman charging each other. Uh, David Ayers. <laughs> spouting platitudes apparently he says it's all about the source material well that's fine (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah, okay that's
0: a fine thing again yeah oh what this is good versus evil shit he says uh or no sorry this good versus evil shit is played out get ready for bad versus evil
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay okay Uh, apparently roll with that
0: There's a a clip of Amanda Waller introducing the Suicide Squad. She says, I put him in a hole and threw away the hole.
1: (laughs) Wow. Waller's ideal form of punishment for most criminals would be to throw them into the sun. Yeah. Um, Uh, Okay. All right. I'm uh, I'm uh, excited again.
0: They say they've got uh, Harley Quinn in a weird cage prison doing acrobatics. Um, Harley Quinn popping gum like nobody's business, they say. Uh, This is all over at Heroic Universe, by the way. We we also get Captain Boomerang sounding all sorts of crazy. And we hear Jared Leto's Joker say about a fake Batman, Oh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you. Really, really bad.
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to that line. Now, and this is the part I'm most excited about. What is his voice going to be like?
0: Well, some some possible audio leaked of the Joker's voice, and you can't make out anything that he's actually saying. Mm-hmm. But if if that's what his voice sounds like, it it is. It's a cross between Ledger and and Hamill. Um, but is <laughs> that's it's a almost... unicorn? If you could nail yeah. those
1: two, you have a unicorn with a pot of gold tied to its horn.
0: I mean just based on 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 what I heard of it if this is it I mean it's straying over into into some some of the uh John DiMaggio work from uh wow under the red hood but it's not like Which, really any of them
1: a nice hidden little pocket of of a fine place to take inspiration if you're trying to Joker
0: just some of the tones even at some DiMaggio point sounded like, and flawless some of it just sounded like, uh, to me anyway, like Ed Asner's Granny Goodness a little bit, which
1: <laughs> works <laughs> better be for fun. the Joker,
0: I think. But yeah,
1: right. I would have taken that voice anywhere on any other character for anything. I, oh, I did, Granny Goodness is probably one of my least favorite characters. Not even just out of the New World stuff. Just, just period, period, and yeah. plain. So I'll uh, that some other day.
0: See, apparently the, in the Batman vs. Superman stuff, uh, there there we get Superman being scolded by a U.S. senator at mm-hmm. Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne running into a building and saving a little girl. Of course. Superman calls Batman a vigilante. Uh, Superman catching a space shuttle after it explodes. Uh, we hear the Lex Luthor devils come from the sky speech again. Um, see, Batman yeah. talks about Wonder Woman very suspiciously, saying she can wipe out the entire human race. <laughs> Wonder Woman is then seen causing a big-ass explosion. Weird Batman hallucinations for f- or flashbacks to his parents dying. Mm. Batman fights military soldiers.
1: <laughs> well, of course he does.
0: Lex Luthor has himself some kryptonite and is looking at it. Uh, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman fight each other.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Uh... They say Wonder Woman was in the trailer a whole bunch, had two fighting scenes, clearly a film about superheroes coming to terms with the fact that, they, that there are others like them and trying to figure out what that means for innocent people. Right. Um, earlier, earlier this week... It, it um,
1: sounds like the first part of the film is going to be Batman getting his head around this shit.
0: Yeah. Earlier Just, this week, Affleck said that Bruce, like, one of the buildings that, that got destroyed in Man of Steel was a Wayne Industries building and he knew people who died.
1: Oh, of course, of course, and yes, good job, people. Yeah, that's gonna be a nice twist. So he comes in already angry and looking to defend his uh, his his flock.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Now here's something for you. Mm-hmm. You said I think it was last week. You said if you wanna if you if you wanna get the cheat sheet for what's coming up in in Batman vs Superman, go read. The Dark Knight Returns or watch the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Snyder
0: says this is not Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Mm. He also mm. says we put Metropolis and Gotham right next to each other. Oh, so really? That's, yeah.
1: That's well, weird. I mean, they're, it's not like they're far. Bat, Batman yeah, has jet planes and Superman can get there in like two seconds. So it's never been a distance problem. Most of the Justice League cities are irrelevant. Dead, yeah. I, I haven't thought about the geography too much. No, this is fun. And they're Apparently, basically cr- Jersey and New York anyway, so they're about a 45-minute yeah. commute with traffic.
0: This is fun. Apparently Christian Bale advised Ben Affleck, make sure you can piss in that suit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is some real shit right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh. Two great hints from ba- from from Bell's Batman. Hey, don't do the voice. Two, make sure you can piss, man. I, I,
0: okay. Um, Snyder says of Batman's, uh, well, Dark Knight Returns mecha suit, it's mm-hmm. not giving him extra strength. It's buying him time.
1: Well, the the suit in the Dark Knight was essentially designed to do both. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was supposed to buy him time until he heard those faded words, "Hi ho, goddamn silver."
0: Right. Oh, Ollie. <laughs>
1: Oh, Ollie, you silly one armed bastard.
0: <laughs> now, the panel has ended. Um, it ended with them showing the trailer again. <laughs> so it, it looks like that's our. And until we get very detailed descriptions, or please, Lord, a leak. Yeah, I want leaks of one of, one all of these of that, trailers. All um, of that. That's all we'll have on the San Diego Comic Con. And that's all for us on the news. Um,.
1: Um, I did tell you about that three minute Fight Club thing, right?
0: You did tell me about the three minute Fight Club. I haven't gotten around to watching it though, and I figured it was in April, so
1: it's in April. We were uh, we missed it entirely, is what it amounted to. But it's just it's it's every character from the berlanti Christberg universe cage fighting for fun. It's it's if every, if they have anything even hinting at that tone for the shows that are coming up, this is going to be some of the best television you've watched in a while it's a bunch of heroes and villains just fighting for fun and like yelling at each other i don't know rooting each other on and picking sides and it's it's freaking great it's
0: uh, i i plan to watch it as soon as i can
1: yeah it, it'll it'll keep me uh engaged and interested till the actual season premieres whenever it gets around to it late September but i couldn't or September.
0: i couldn't watch it because i had show prep
1: you know things happen
0: yeah yeah we have to put on a show for all these fun people all right that's it for the news but we'll get into it that's it for the news this week uh we will be coming back uh on monday to to kind of go over what all i'm sure there's going to be some kind of leak or or in-depth audio
1: video leakage that we can lap up
0: but we're going to get into our movies i believe we've got 23 we've got a list of 23 movies and we're going to split them up over two separate podcasts because some of these get pretty in-depth
1: yeah. And I kinda lost track of the count after a while. There's so many of these things. They just, every time you blink a Batman movie comes in and out of existence. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um Alright, so these are these are some of the uh the, the D C movies that have never been made. Now I wanna I wanna preface anything that comes after as this. A lot of this stuff is just ensconced in rumor. Mm-hmm. So not everything we say is going to be one hundred percent accurate because I've done the research and apparently no one is ever accurate. <laughs> Comic sec- comment sections are full of people complaining that like, oh, well you said this or this, but this is different and that's not true. And I'm like, yeah, but you read a different article that says a different thing and I've I mean, I'm I've heard some of the people some of the producers involved with some of these things and they all contradict each other so keep keep in mind that certain things you're never going to be happy with anything they're not
1: (laughs) trying to find a good common a a clear-cut thread of of reality trying to do any of that with any of these movies it's no you look up whether eggs are good for you on the internet or whether you should freeze tomatoes or it, it you'll it's the same kind of anarchy right it'll never be solved
0: now some of this doesn't actually even involve Warner Brothers because some of this goes back a bit, um, but uh, this does actually have to did do we, with Warner Brothers.
1: What? When did Warner mm-hmm. Brothers get involved? What was that year? Well, Warner Brothers you know was
0: Warner Brothers. I don't know the year because it, it's it's not all together. It, it's not. It, it didn't happen at once. Um, like Warner Brothers would have one property and then they would grab up another property. And then at some point, they wound up buying DC. Mm -hmm. So then, of course, they just, from then on, it was fine. But even, I was reading, and it's not something I even listed on the rundown for the show, um, because there was just nothing about it. There was a Shazam movie that was in the works in the very early 2000s. They were talking about doing that. Um, And again, and well, I should say for the first time, they were talking to The Rock about being Black Adam. And then... But they were they were going to do that, and 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 Warner Brothers hurry up and grab that property up, and and they, it was going to be done for New Line anyway, and then they bu- they wound up buying New Line, so I mean hmm. the the world of movie production is always uh, fluid, right? <laughs> um, all right, let's jump into the Ivan Reitman Bill Murray movie, mm-hmm. The Batman, nineteen eighty three. Um, this is it, either the Losing this movie was either the greatest thing that has
1: ever happened to mankind, or the greatest tragedy of the twentieth century.
0: Right. I mean, it was. It was going. It was written
1: either one of those, and nothing in between.
0: It was written by Tom Mankiewicz. Uh, This is the guy that went and I mean, he. This is the dude that wrote Superman one and two, the Chris Reeve movies. He has Um, street cred. He does have street cred, especially Um, during that time. Uh, There is an there is a link to. An article. It's not an article. It's a transcript of a Starlog magazine interview that Tom Mankiewicz did. And he. This is early on. He'd written the the, the script. I've also got a link to that script that has been leaked online. Um, All of drew, that'll be
1: up on the page. Like a bunch of these links are going to be there if anyone wants to check out our citations and whatnot. Right. We've Dave got a fair amount dutifully, of dutifully
0: posted things for us. We. There are a lot of scripts that are
1: actually They're floating really around online. I mean, if you're just plain bored and actually remember how to read real sheets of paper, um, yeah,
0: yeah, scripts are out there. I mean, I might go back and read some of these things just to, just to get a full view of what's happening. Or oh, what, there's a couple I'm, the,
1: I'm I'm going to dig into.
0: Um, but yeah, like uh, in the now in the Starlog interview, Mankiewicz is saying that he would rather it be an unknown be cast as Batman. He wanted Peter O'Toole as the Penguin. Um, He wanted. um, Gosh, I just blanked completely. <laughs> and that's how forgettable <laughs> that cast was. Peter O'Toole. I, I've heard rumors though that Peter O'Toole was actually being considered for the Joker as well. Mm-hmm. Um, And that that would have been amazing. Yeah. But yeah, Bill Murray, Ivan Reitman directing. Bill it Murray in a and Batman stops there. movie.
1: Like Ivan. Dir- <laughs> yeah, Ivan Reitman. Bill Murray, Batman. Fuck you. Take my money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That's, we're done there. And apparently they they wanted David Niven uh, as Alfred and William mm-hmm. Holden as Commissioner Gordon, and uh, there was apparently some talks that David Bowie <laughs> might play the Joker. Like,
1: and I now I would have given anything for like pre Labyrinth or even around Labyrinth era Bowie to do a take mm-hmm. on the Joker. That would have been phenomenal.
0: But in the in the Starlog interview, Mankiewicz said he wanted uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker.
1: It's not like that would hurt anyone's feelings, but damn.
0: Well, no. I mean, we've seen that, and yeah. Damn. Basically, everyone who's <laughs> ever
1: seen The Shining wanted him to be the Joker. You, it, yeah. It. I don't think I, the chronology of that seems pretty easy. Not me, man. I wanted him to play Robin. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: I had Calendar Man picked out. Let's do it. <laughs> Speaking of Robin, apparently Eddie Murphy and Michael J. Fox were both being considered for the role of Robin. And
1: that is where this train starts to derail.
0: I was I'm Eddie right, Murphy, I'm yes. Up there with Michael J. It, right Fox. There with wait, 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 wait. Eddie Murphy, yes. Michael J. Fox. Okay, maybe Michael J. Fox. Maybe. Wait, Bill Murray is Batman? Bill Murray is Batman and Michael J. Fox is Robin? See, you I think better that's believe why the movie,
1: I'm there. I know, I'm watching it. But the... That's, I think that's why the movie never made it. It, it. They got tired of trying to figure out the tone. Because imagine you're telling a writer that, hey, we're going to write a serious Batman movie. Wrightman's going to direct, and somebody's already going, okay, all right, meatballs, Ghostbusters, cool, cool. No, uh, he's going to direct a serious movie. Oh, okay, we're doing a serious movie. Okay, well, who you have who do you have for Batman? Uh, Bill Murray. <laughs> okay, who's Robin? Michael J. Fox. Oh, okay. No, we want you to write a serious movie now and then you, you, someone goes home and tries as hard as they can to sit down and write a deliberate, dram- dramatic movie starring Bill Murray, and they can't do it.
0: Well, Mankiewicz said in the interview, which, again, was very early in any of this, these talks... How do you like, not put a joke he, in his mouth? Mankiewicz... Well, I mean, we're looking at Mankiewicz who wrote Superman. I mean, Otis Berg, the Gene Hackman, Midwestern huckster Luther. Mm-hmm. I mean, these... There are there's room for jokes but he was saying he wanted it to be very dark and he wanted Batman to be very frightening. He he even described uh he just descri- in the interview he describes uh Batman's gaze as hypnotic like uh <laughs> like uh god what's his name dude from death wish. He <clears> just wanted him to just be frightening like you crap yourself just looking at him.
1: Now that is how the the bat is supposed to be designed. That's the whole point of year 1, right? Is mm-hmm. they're not afraid of me yet um and if if anything is to be taken as source material that's it's going to be it's going to be your one now, right
0: to be clear mm-hmm. it's rumored rumored that there were nine separate rewrites by yeah, nine different writers i believe that we live in a world where the flintstones i believe had 190
1: or 160 different rewrites yeah nine isn't even a very large number for rewrites or writers it's it, yeah. like 3 out of every 4 scripts apparently have to go into arbitration because no one can figure out who wrote it by the end of it.
0: Now, we'll we'll end out this one with with a quote from Bill Murray. I would have been a fine Batman. You know, there have been a number of Batmen. I like them. I thought Mike Keaton did a great job as Batman. It's obviously, it's a great role. Yeah. That was was Bill Murray on being offered the part of Batman. Um, He was actually also considered uh, for the Tim Burton Batman movie before it went to Keaton, so...
1: (laughs) I just want to. I want to find audio of him saying that somewhere and just reparse all the words together so that he's saying I'm Batman and I'll just play it on a loop and that's as close as I'll ever get.
0: I just want a giant poster of Bill Murray that says I would have been a fine Batman.
1: Yeah, like yeah. the
0: hubris on that cat. I,
1: surely that's a T-shirt somewhere. <laughs> surely that's a T-shirt. If not, someone please make the T-shirt. We'll buy it.
0: I I might. You know what? I think I might actually make that T-shirt. <laughs> I might make all that right. T-shirt. i we're uh, branching I'll put out into merchandising. Emotion- I'll put up notes in the show links. (laughs) I mean, the God. I'll put up links in the show notes Mm -hmm. of my. Mm -hmm. I would have been a fine Batman Bill Murray T-shirt.
1: I mean, Bill Murray had the chops too. Don't let him fool you. (laughs) Don't let him fool you. He can do. He can do dark and scary when he feels like it. If if he wasn't such a good uh, vocal actor, if you just watch some of his films on mute, uh, he he can Mm -hmm. look scary. He can. Downright scary, in the uh, the speech in stripes. If you watch that on mute and don't realize that he's being incredibly fucking funny, it, you, it looks like he's intimidated that he's breaking up a fight because he's the manliest man in the room, and then intimidated everyone into obedience. Yeah, by the, always, it, it's, <laughs> by the end of it, always. By the end of it, looks like a Nazi training camp, and all it is is I, him talking.
0: I am always on board a tried and true known comedian mm-hmm. being given a very serious role because if they can nail comedy. They can nail anything, and comedy's it's, hard.
1: It's harder. It's harder to go back if you're already funny, and I have to accept you as being, uh, you know, serious. So I'm not going to get a laugh out of you. It, that's harder to do than if you were already a dark guy. Well, a, a laugh is a knee jerk reaction. I, it, it even helps if I can't see it coming.
0: Plus, generally, the kind of people who become comedians, I say this as a person who has a bunch of comedy videos online. And generally, you you have lived a, a life of shielding yourself emotionally and through laughter mm-hmm. like you have you have you have been pouring yourself into you know make them laugh at you before or make you know make them laugh with you before they laugh at you and laugh right. at yourself before they can laugh at you and right. let's find all the dark terrible things that i hate about the world and make fun of them
1: right right this is the reason is one of the reasons I, i've always loved the joker as much as he's he's a perfect example of um
0: yeah, I, w- I was just thinking, I until just this moment, I didn't realize how close I was to being the Joker, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> All it takes is one you, bad you, day.
1: You wouldn't fit in his suit. It'd be like a Joker-Penguin kind of mishmash.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not like the Penguin Man. I mean, come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I always think of the Joker as felt. I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Hey, you know the the original Joker was a little tubby, and you, you look at uh, uh Nicholson, man. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't exactly uh, svelte no, as you no, put it. No, no,
1: no, he was not a um, he was not a warrior. That one.
0: <laughs> oh, he was a warrior. <laughs> the now, Battle sure. of the Bulge.
1: Should we um? Uh, should we find another movie? We, we've... Sure. I was afraid of going uh, into Bill Murray Batman because we could just do a show about how much I wanted that to happen.
0: Yeah, but that's 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 what everybody cares about, right?
1: Bill Murray
0: Batman. come on. Yeah, Bill Murray yeah. Batman. We'll take how mu- however much time we want.
1: Fuck the rest of this, yeah. <laughs> Put away all your all notes. Right. We're just doing that for an hour.
0: All right, now, of course, you know, the Bill Murray Batman didn't happen. Uh, instead, Tim Burton's Batman happened. Tim Burton's Batman Returns happened. And evidently, there was some talk, and this is heavily disputed. That right. We should Tim just Burton... premise
1: that as instead of saying it every time just know that it's heavily right disputed. right it, just gonna, it we should just leave that out for the rest of them
0: so apparently there was tim burton's batman forever which they were they were talking to robin williams as the riddler billy d williams was going to be back as two-face renee russo was cast as dr chase meridian instead of nicole kidman mm-hmm. um and of course michael keaton was going to be batman again now there is a rumor that Marlon Wayans was going to be coming in as Robin, and that's we, where
1: I parachute off the plane.
0: We know he was he was cast as Robin in Batman Returns, but they wound mm-hmm. up dropping Robin from the script. Uh, when Tim Burton but left, what Keaton impish followed little and
1: man in Hollywood is running around whispering in someone's ear that Marlon Wayans should be Robin?
0: <laughs> from everything Why? I have that seen, that is an act from, of true evil. From everything I've seen of Marlon Wayans, mm-hmm. the only thing you could really truly hope for is Robin running around trying to get Batman to smoke some weed with him. That's what I'm saying. He peaked as a stoner in scary movie. Like it,
1: that's the role he was born for, and bless him, he achieved it. Now let's put it to bed.
0: And you know, well, he had that movie. What was it, Senseless? Where he, or something? Where he all of his and his senses got enhanced through some chemical. And he could just, all he did was just for two hours, he just made like a stank face because he kept smelling things.
1: (laughs) That sounds right. That sounds right.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Anyway, and and, in a turn of events that you'll start to see after a minute is, um, well, it it happens a lot. Burton leaves. Keaton follows. Um,
0: (laughs) Well, it's really just that once.
1: It's just that once, but it's usually director leaves, main cast follows, whole thing falls apart.
0: Yeah. um Yeah. and it's often after
1: the network has sent him back some weird notes. Like I'm sure Burton was on board and then he got a note from again some evil tiny man saying that Marlon Wayans should be Robin and thought, Oh well fuck this.
0: You know who'd be a good Robin. I'm the off least to shoot talented Johnny Depp Wayans brother. Times. What? The last the 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 least talented Wayans brother should be Robin. I I'm certain of this. But I don't no. know, man. That has that has that has Tim Burton decision making all over it.
1: I don't know. I can get behind Billy D. Williams as Two Face. No, I'm. I'm well, down. I mean, he
0: was Harvey Dent. He was Harvey Dent in the original '89 Batman. That yeah. was the whole reason he signed on to be Harvey Dent because he wanted to be Two Face at one point.
1: That, that's why you do it, right? Yeah, I'm sure Diagosto didn't didn't care to just do a Harvey Dent that never turned into Two Face. He, right. He's on that show right now because then someone promised him that eventually he could get into makeup.
0: Yeah. And you know what they should do? They should they should do this like, because Schumacher came in, recast pretty much everyone. Yeah. Um, there was never a script for for Tim Burton's Batman, but you know what would be kind of cool if in Gotham they they just just like they did in the movies, they just all of a sudden Harvey Dent goes from being white little Nick Degasto and then becomes Billy D. Williams. <laughs> no explanation.
1: Why? <laughs> that's that's right Does up it, there. That weird, tiny, evil man who keeps suggesting Marlon Wayne does Robin <laughs> is standing behind you right now, isn't he?
0: It's retribution for the Two-Face we lost. What
1: spirit is it? Like, go find some sage and burn it in your home and get rid of this evil spirit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, on to Tim Burton's Catwoman now. If you'll remember the...
1: Hair. Okay.
0: Yeah. The final shot of Batman Returns was Catwoman, uh, you know, showing up, or like... That was her last scene, Mm -hmm. therefore indicating that she was going to be back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim Burton wanted to do a spinoff movie. He wanted to do, uh, from what I understand, he wanted to do a spinoff movie with Catwoman, who would once again be played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Sure. Um, There was a script uh, written by Daniel Waters. It was turned in on, apparently, the day Batman Forever came out.
1: A day that will live in infamy.
0: And Batman Returns. Got a lot of flack from parents mm-hmm. I mean you have the penguin making dick jokes biting people's noses this a being character Lena. Um, so Warner Brothers kind of freaked out and they were like, well Batman forever we, we, we want it to be kid friendly. we wanted to be you know a, a movie that people won't have a problem taking their kids to. Well
1: the parents were legitimately confused because they were at McDonald's and you get a happy meal with this little terrible penguin action figure. Mm-hmm. Which reminds you, and unfortunately, your child that the Batman movie is going to come out, and you are like, well, "Okay, I right, fine." I'll, I mean, I I like Batman. We'll go we'll go watch that movie, and then you get right. in there and you realize that you've scarred your child. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, no, they they I, they actually had kind of a, a point. It and my point isn't that you are not supposed to make Batman movies gritty. You obviously should. I, that goes without I'm sure. That. My point is that you don't put them in fucking Happy Meals. Right. These are not Happy Meal characters. They they in, have you know. shows for that.
0: You know, my personal viewpoint. My problem mm-hmm. with Batman Returns was that it was boring. Like <laughs> I don't. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I wasn't taken aback by by Penguin making his dirty parasol jokes. Uh, I, I understood. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I mean, umbrellas a penis. Right, okay, I understand.
1: I'll take the um, whole movie just for the one shot where Keaton looks over his shoulder and and realizes that he almost got killed by a couple of penguins.
0: Yeah, that is a great shot. I'll it's take always the one whole movie for that one shots. shot. Um,
1: you could just t- you can hear the internal dialogue. Holy shit! Almost, almost got taken down by a couple of damn penguins.
0: I fight. Yeah, I fight. Super and <laughs> yeah, I have to say that's been one, always been one of my favorite shots in the entire movie. It always cracked me up. Yeah, and go, it's
1: just it, you forget that Keaton is in fact funny, and then you see that shot, and it's
0: okay. we. Uh, We've both listened to Fat Man on Batman, and they they did a review of of the uh, Batman Returns movie, mm-hmm. and Kevin Smith cracks up over that 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 one little that one little scene, and it's so subtle, but it's hilarious. I was I was just so happy that Kevin Smith saw the same thing I did <laughs> all those years, because everyone I'd ever watched the movie with, they were like, "What are you laughing at?" And I'm just like, "Because the... <laughs> he almost got killed by the ping." You just
1: started um, laughing and never fully <laughs> articulated yourself?
0: Yeah, he just right. he totally had this, like, what the hell was that? What's, are you throwing penguins at me. Damn it. <laughs> a penguin just shot a, a... A literal penguin just shot a rocket at me. I donate
1: to, like, <laughs> 20
0: environmentalist actions.
1: How about penguins are trying to kill
0: me? I, I just drove upside You're down, what, down in a tunnel. Um,
1: All right, we should, we should try to move So, on.
0: obviously... Obviously, what happened though with uh, with with that was uh, Batman Forever was a was a big hit. They wanted to go more family friendly. The road to Batman and Robin, unfortunately, was well into being paved. And mm-hmm. Catwoman wound up in development hell for a few years, and then wound up being rewritten a number of times and eventually dying eventually, in the yeah. Berry. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, Ashley Judd was going to play her at one point.
1: I actually wouldn't have... I, it wasn't like Halle Berry playing it was a problem for me. That's fine. Just make a fucking decent movie.
0: No, you know what? Halle Berry is a terrible choice. And I say that because Halle Berry is a terrible actress. I don't care. I don't care that she has an award on her <laughs> shelf. Everything <laughs> you know, I've she seen got her that and she of the has sucked. Darn. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was forced to watch a, a you know couple of scenes of, of Gothica.
1: <laughs> actually, no, I,
0: I did watch Gothica and I wanted to kill myself um the x men storm is easily the worst part of those movies i actually agree i i don't know i,
1: I she she wasn't even the worst part of that film i guess is my point i, I right i don't think she could have i i don't think she didn't have the chops to play catwoman it it's not that intensely of a it's not that intense of a character it's not like they're it just she's really not that intense of a background like the biggest uh you know the the most complex story that she's got even is out of long Halloween where she's possibly one of the major mob bosses' daughter. And then, um, yeah, then the the list gets
0: pretty short. Well, I mean, she was a hooker. That's pretty... I mean, she was a street-savvy hooker, man. I mean... Well, yeah. That, and, that really does. That takes some acting chops to get right.
1: I don't know. Anyway. To actually
0: play that well, but without a... Anyway.
1: <laughs> We've lost more time on Catwoman than anyone has in years already.
0: Oh, uh, no. So, anyway, Batman and Robin came out. Huge critical failure, huge monetary failure, but Schumacher wanted to make it right again. And I should say that Schumacher did. He wanted. I mean, he was fully responsible for those damn bat nipples. And even he has said that he will be haunted until the end of his days with those bat nipples. He says it will probably even be on his gravestone. I'll make. And sure he's it's not. There. He's not wrong. I will one day track down with... Joel Schumacher's tombstone and draw bat nipples right. on it. Right. But no, to his shock, credit, in chalk,
1: we're not vandalizing here. Rain will take oh, I'm vandalizing. <laughs> he vandalized my
0: childhood.
1: <laughs> but
0: to be fair, so you're going to Joel Schumacher,
1: vandalize his deathhood. Okay.
0: To to be fair to Joel Schumacher, he did want Batman Forever to be a much darker movie, but uh, yeah, his he, vision when it started was was actually the
1: way to go, and it all fell apart. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and by the time you get to Batman and Robin, they had uh, con- they had like. They, they like brought in and said, okay, well, here are the toys. Write a script. Yeah. And, well, and what do you do
1: with that? Use what looks like a
0: an algorithm
1: to decide that Alicia Silverstone should be involved in any capacity.
0: Right. That cannot be yeah.
1: anything but an algorithm and a misplaced comma.
0: Oh, clueless. We have to put a... Li- oh, okay. So, I, uh, yeah, talk about clueless. I, anyway. Some
1: producer's daughter really loved that movie and he made her a birthday uh, promise. Yeah, I know. That... That's my secret. We'll get get into
0: Batman and Robin at a different time. Anyway, my point is that um,
1: in his version, Alicia Silverstone and Batgirl were not involved. mm -hmm. Go, Joel.
0: Yeah, from what I understand, that that was the case. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, Schumacher wanted to redeem himself in the eyes of the fans. He wanted to make uh, he you know hoped that. The failure of Batman and Robin would kind of bring Warner Brothers back over into the the middle ground, and he pitched a thing called uh, Batman Unchained, which has also been referred to as Batman Triumphant on online. Um, this would have involved George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell coming back. Uh, scarecrow and Harley Quinn were going to be the the villains.
1: Mm-hmm. A there were talks that, with um, a Scarecrow that would have been at least slightly unique.
0: Yeah, this was a a satanic scarecrow, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. It was going to be um and Schumacher even remembers going to the set of Face Off. Y'all remember Face Off, right? Yeah. What yeah. a delightful rump. Um actually going to the set to ask Nick Cage to play the scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Um I I can't imagine he said no. Uh,
0: oh, no, how would you? I, I mean, the, well, if well Batman and Robin had just happened, so he'd probably be like, "Oh, uh, Yeah, but he probably pushed to him as,
1: like, "Man, you're the one who can save this. You can bring some legitimacy back to this movie." Like, fuck Travolta, he couldn't do it, but you could. Yeah, you're Doctor probably right, Nick it.
0: Cage. Nick Cage wouldn't have said no. I mean, he's got two Ghost Rider movies under his belt. That's that's point. all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> the man tried to be Ghost Rider.
0: He's a comic book fan. He'll do anything they tell him to.
1: He really is. Also, um, he spends a lot of money. Um, now, they were going to have him do it, and he was going to have... Uh, now, this, this particular version of Crane was the same brilliant... Uh, uh, you know, psychologically based uh, fearmonger, but mm-hmm. he was going to be eh, a little satanic, and it was a personal vendetta against Bruce Wayne, Bruce yeah, Wayne and himself.
0: Harley, and Harley Quinn was going to be the Joker's daughter, like Jack Nicholson's Joker's daughter. Now, and that's even hated be, Batman.
1: You're not even suggesting, the intimating that it would be no, specifically his daughter.
0: It, yeah, they were gonna. He was gonna tie them together. Yeah, um, she was gonna be like a toy maker. And uh, and she hates Batman because he killed he killed the Joker in the in the first Batman movie, and it would have uh, you know they would have teamed up and Crane figures out who Batman is and they try to drive him insane. They try to drive Batman insane and they have him sent to Arkham Asylum. Right. And apparently, it all like culminated with this big sequence where batman would have to face off against all of the previous villains of the franchise they wanted to get Danny devito back michelle pfeiffer tommy lee jones jim carrey and and then jack nicholson himself
1: it actually at that point and this is um i've always wanted to see this done in some capacity but at that point it actually starts to sound like grant morrison's arkham asylum
0: a little bit yeah it
1: starts to sound like just a a a mind trip through the, the abandoned uh the abandoned portions of uh, Arkham that only certain people have ever seen. No, uh, it was, but and it's a good way to get the jo- the Joker back in general. Mm-hmm. You know, you still want death to count. Come on now.
0: Yeah, you want death to count, but you know, I I was excited about this this pitch. I remember these these rumors coming out when I mean in like '98, man. I mean, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the movie would have ended with, uh, well, I mean, Batman and Robin, they, they, they kind of break up the friendship, and then Robin does eventually come back to, to, to help help Batman, uh, you know, stop everything. And uh, the script ends with Bruce entering the Batcave and Bat Cave and bats swarming around him in the credits roll. Sounds Which, familiar? you know, yeah, that was when Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, the writer. Uh, Prodosevich says that he's not saying that Batman Begins took that from his script, but he does say it was a very powerful image. Right. It is. It's a cool yeah. He just image. basically cool said as someone
1: as was going to get that at some point.
0: Yeah, they were uh, apparently they did sit down and talk with uh, God. What's her name? Courtney Love about playing Harley Quinn, but uh, that been, wasn't really a big yeah yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah,
1: that I, 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 that one that one hurt a little bit that one hurt a little bit to find out
0: yeah so at the same time warner brothers this a lot of this happens at the same time warner brothers is looking at different ideas for where they're going to go with Mm -hmm. the batman franchise after the failure of batman and robin um they get in contact with lee shapiro and stephen wise a couple of writers who and they tell me that you know they we want to go off in different directions let's see what we can do with this and that's how we get Batman Dark Knight. D-A-R-K-N-I-G-H-T, basically, which is basically dar Knight, Right. Um, <laughs> it's a, right. such a dumb title.
1: It's just a an overuse of the squeezing two words together phenomenon.
0: Yeah, like, though this will make us look clever. No, it won't. It would have starred George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell, and the villains would have been, once again, the Scarecrow and Man-Bat. Um, now, that was pretty... This is pretty interesting. Um they like uh, Shapiro is he says our script was just a direct answer to the last movie that being Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Everything we were doing was what did they do? Let's not do that. So
1: far, so good. Lee, keep it going.
0: It begins with a retired recluse
1: of, and r- of a Bruce you've Wayne. Already lost
0: me. Um, some tragedy happened, and made him retire. Dick Grayson is off at college, and uh, he's being all night wingy. <laughs> but he has well, a professor.
1: He's, he's got a, a very specific professor again, and we're back. Mm-hmm. I don't know who again. There was another little uh, tiny demon roaming around, demanding that everyone cast Scarecrow. Now him, I get behind.
0: Well, I mean, Scarecrow is uh, one of my this,
1: favorite of the Rogues. And um, it,
0: at this point, if you're already, you've already done the Joker, you've done the Penguin, you've done Catwoman, you've done Riddler, Two Face. Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. Who he's the hell else right? do you have left? Scarecrow,
1: well, Clayface, if you have the budget for him,
0: and, which you don't. Right. CGI wasn't up there; it wasn't that good, right? I mean, and then you can pull in Rache
1: and all that stuff. But um, eh. anyway, I, yeah, my I would have gone with Scarecrow too. I'm down. Sure, and this one would have been really cool. I, it, they wanted to make him a living Scarecrow. They said mm-hmm. uh, so. Um, he's suffering from it's a disease that makes him impervious to paint. So he's got analgesia, but he's um. Which, that's the cool touch for me. If, if that I've, I haven't actually seen that used anywhere. That would be a, a really neat tweak yeah. on it. Is he can't feel pain. And um, I assume that translates to how he can't feel fear. Like, that's one of my, when people do him right, that's part of what they're using. They're, you, the Scarecrow is not supposed to be able to fear anymore. That's why he's so fascinated by it. That's why he loves inflicting it on people. Is He loves he loves watching it. But at this point in his life, he's he's become so immune to it. And that's so where I'm hoping they're leading with um, Gotham, by the way. Uh, yeah that, i that mean, one kid i got an overdose and now hey but it the one part i didn't understand is it this is their quote his sense of touch is off so it's heightened his other senses and it made him like a living scarecrow i don't know any scarecrows that are particularly aware so i, I don't yeah. know what they were going for with that exactly yeah i don't i don't know what that was supposed to be right. someone feel please feel free to interpret that sentence for me because right. i i kind of read it and i've read it five times and just it became a jumble of words that made no sense. Um, now they were going to actually I, scar his face with manbat and let yeah. him like stitch himself up and cauterize the wounds. So he was actually going to have he was going to look like the fucking scarecrow.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I like it, but I kind of like that he was experimenting on people. That he went to experiment on Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson was being a well dick to him in <laughs> class and being like, "Oh, you're not right about this these these things that you're saying in front of people." So. Um, he does he, whatever he professor wishes he could do to smartasses. Gets him thrown in into uh, Arkham Asylum to uh, to experiment on him He's already experimented on Doctor Kirk Langstrom, one of his one of his uh, contemporaries there at the college, mm-hmm. and has turned him into Man Bat. Um, and they they wanted this to be a trilogy. This was going to be the first of a trilogy. Um, <laughs> at the, in the third act, apparently Crane releases all the inmates from Arkham Asylum. Um, one of the doctors is Har Harleen Quinzel. Who winds up in a coma and would have come out of the coma in the sequel and been Harley Quinn? Um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Dick is still Robin in this movie because in the by the third movie he would not be in the second movie, but he would be in the third movie as Nightwing, right. and would come to help Batman fight Killer Croc and Clayface. So apparently, ah. they
1: were planning on Clayface. Yeah, I don't think Batman needs help with Killer Croc and Clayface. Yeah, right. right. What? Yeah. what? The... Find somebody else. Find somebody bigger. This is where you. This is where you need a rage.
0: Now, you know, Warner Come Brothers by. eventually eventually passed on that deal. Um apparently they did And say. another
1: scarecrow was lost. Yeah.
0: Um Schumacher was still trying to get in on the on on the whole bit. He was still trying to, to he was still connected to the franchise. He was still over here trying his best to get them interested in something that he had to say. And one of his pitches was The Dark Knight Returns. Because I, I believe this, that if you've looked at the number 23, you've looked at Enemy of the State, if you've looked at The Lost Boys, or <laughs> there's so many movies you could look at for, of Joel Schumacher's falling down and go, you know what, he could have done a really good Batman. Mm-hmm. And for all intents and purposes, Batman Forever had a lot of great Batman elements in it. Like There, there are times where they almost got it right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so Schumacher is a Batman fan. He stated this over and over again. So of course he 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 loved Frank Miller's take.
1: Now it's more defensive uh, than anything. That. He's right. crying crying out over the rallies of I hate those nipples that he does love Batman.
0: He does love Batman. Um so Schumacher's The Dark Knight Returns, another another <laughs> another project that didn't ever really take off the ground. Mm-hmm. Get off the ground. Um and I got to say is I like his choices for 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 Batman. He wanted uh, he wanted to get Michael Keaton in some old makeup, uh, or he wanted to get Clint Eastwood to play old Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah. That's nothing... right, guys.
1: Dirty Harry was almost fucking Batman.
0: Right, and who better to play the Dark Knight Batman than Clint Eastwood?
1: I can't think of anybody. I mean, John Wayne's already dead, so
0: <laughs> I want that, that, I want a Batman versus Superman where Clint Eastwood is is Batman and John Wayne is is Superman. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, no. So it, it, when they when they said no to that, Schumacher tried to do a Batman Year One, but they just kind of ignored him and shuffled him off to, into, into the darkness, into the <laughs> into the neon highlighted darkness. And you know, I blamed him. I blamed him fully
1: until we started looking into this. And at this point now, I feel like he completely got shafted yeah I mean, he wanted the, the, to make a good movie, and they kept sending him these terrible, terrible notes and he he mm-hmm. had to make the movie they paid him to make at the end of the day because that is how this shit works. so yeah, I
0: mean, like I said, it wasn't even notes. it was like, here are the action figures build it around it right. like they've said that like they base their costume designs on the action figures
1: right um, which is uh, it, you get what you uh, you get what you put into it. If you put into a bunch of toys, you come out with a bunch of cartoon terrible. It, yeah, you know, there's the actually a piddle, a... And they attached his name to it and made it like Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin. Or Batman and Forever and everything. Right. And yeah, when it all failed, they went, well, it was his fault. No, he's sitting here trying to pitch good idea, And he's going deep track, too. At this point, he's getting desperate. Mm-hmm. He's going, look, mm-hmm. Dark Knight Returns, year one, we can do these. No, it's...
0: And, you know, there's there are anecdotes on the special features for Batman and Robin uh, where it's a, there's a particularly damning anecdote where someone says that schumacher would walk around and say remember everyone we're making a cartoon but within the context of of schumacher's complaints it almost sounds like he was saying it sarcastically
1: yeah i'm starting to kind of believe that it that he was really going remember everyone we're making a cartoon you know yeah like he really had just finished reading the memos sent down from the previous day's dailies and and just gawked at them and thought what the fuck am i doing with my life they're going to make me ruin Batman. You know how hard it is to ruin Batman? But th- they're going to make me do it. <laughs> um,
0: it's a all right. Man. So, yeah. It's about this point that, that Warner Brothers finally just laid down the gauntlet. Not all of those things were coming about at the same time. All right. Uh, roughly the same time. And then Warner Brothers throws down the gauntlet and says, We do. We want to reboot. We don't want to continue this Keaton through Clooney thread. Mm-hmm. And they grab Frank Miller. Apparently they at least listened to
1: Schumacher's notes on which, which books they should go pick up.
0: Yeah, well, if you have half a brain, you're already kind of thinking that way anyway. I'm not willing to trust that they have half a brain. Yeah, well... I, I think that's fair. <laughs> it's probably fair.
1: I mean, I'm not going to implicitly trust that these people were using both sides of their brain. I, I'm just not going it, to it, do that.
0: It does. It seems like some executive somewhere pointed at a, you know a lower tier of executives and said, go to a comic book shop. And they all went... <gasps> And they're like, I know, mm-hmm. I know, it's scary, but go down there and ask the fat man behind the counter who's eating a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. what the best Batman stories are. And to be clear, don't put on a suit. We want you to go put on, you know, a skeezy pair of shorts and and, and maybe, maybe a worn Power Rangers t-shirt. And go down to the comic shop and ask this guy what through, he thinks.
1: Go through costume design downstairs and see what they have. Right, see if they have what they have in the
0: area of kind of a, um, I don't know, stoner, San Diego slacker. Go pull right. that outfit you together. See if they have a shirt that has both chili and semen stains on it. Right. Go down and to the comic book shop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ask the large, well-informed man. Right. What you should be looking into.
0: And they did. They went and they bought now, all of the he, comics this hopefully guy Hopefully he warned them,
1: now that man will mock you heavily. He will <laughs> sneer at you.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> because those poor people w- came back with their tails
1: between their legs, I
0: guarantee it. I I, th- I think, I mean, he. I think he's smarter than us. Don't worry about it. He absolutely is. He absolutely <laughs> is smarter than you. Look, he can read. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. Um... But
1: somehow so, a copy of Year One made it into circulation at WB.
0: It did, and you know, Frank. They so they grabbed up Frank Miller. into pure picture form. Here, where this is where we get the Darren Aronofsky Batman Year One. Uh, Darren Aronofsky, obviously the uh, you know uh, the Fountain, uh, Requiem for a Dream, mm-hmm. teams up with Frank Miller, and which sounds like this. a dream team, right? It. Well, it sounds like a requiem for a dream team, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh God! Oh, I hit um, you later. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, I I'll probably hit myself.
1: There have to be punishments in life, Dave. I uh, know actions. So Frank counsel, Miller,
0: offenses? Frank Miller says um, of Darren Aronofsky, he had really specific ideas about the character and which way to take it. Uh, I was surprised at the time because I tend to be the more radical of any team I'm on but it was darren who was much more radical than i was i said darren would you be willing to be faithful to the comics and he was ready to rip the eyes out of them we just had a wonderful time bashing around the story every which way and developing these characters Mm -hmm. now in the script bruce rejects his inheritance and won't claim it until he can prove to himself that he can support himself elements of that have shown
1: up in the new 52 stuff with scott snyder elements of it yeah. Think about Court of Owls. He, Look at some of the or uh, zero, yeah. zero year. I mean,
0: yeah, zero year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he lives on the streets of Gotham as a bum. Uh, he works at a sh- uh, he works as a short order cook.
1: And the train um, is derailed. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, that's my point. That's kind of that, really weird.
1: That's the I did not come to watch Batman Year One and watch Batman flip a fucking burger.
0: Right. And how does that? How does that? Doing that ever actually lead to him proving to himself that he could? Be Batman, whatever. I don't know. So he I takes mean, the fortune. does he
1: have like one good night on the gr- on the actual grill where he he owned it? He fucking owned those orders. He's thinking to himself, yeah. I just I just took care of a bus full of thirty seven people in under thirty minutes. I can be the right now, right, but right, right. That, like, no, he, that's not the high pressure training you
0: need. He got to the point where he could like flip the burger with the spatula off the grill and onto the bun behind him, and he goes, "All right, I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: Right." <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, also in the story going on, he can you know, prep Gordon, the fuck
1: out of some vegetables, though. I will bet that
0: Gordon has an affair with his wife uh, or on his wife, and and then he he's trying to deal with his wife and his new baby, and Batman winds up saving the baby, and and Gordon has been tasked with taking down Batman, but he saved his baby, so they form a secret alliance. Mm-hmm. Miller says it was going to be very violent and R rated, Boom. and. Yes, and bold, and, and, and that's not going to happen because they, he actually does, he tells a little story um, about how, like, they turned it in and they actually shrieked in horror. <laughs> 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 there's,
1: there's one executive, some one one somewhere that just throws the script back in his face and gives him the, won't someone think of the children, and runs screaming from the room and through an office window to a 20-foot plump. Right,
0: right oh man so by this time we're getting uh boaz yalkin's batman beyond and now this great is name, important by the way. every time i see yeah
1: fucking great yeah. name dude
0: now this is paul you dini for something paul dini wanted to do a live action batman beyond i don't he know what he'd be like for it. live action I, I, I know i'm curious but he wanted to do one and they've they've just spoken about it and it looks like it didn't really get off the ground. They were basically writing the thing, and they couldn't. Apparently, the first draft failed to excite them. And if Paul Dini's not excited about writing a thing, I don't want him writing a thing.
1: Right. No, it, this man, when Dini's writing, and when he's when he's really enjoying what he's writing, he literally cries. Mm-hmm. Like he'll 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 come out of his of his little office or whatever he works in at home. And if he comes right. out weeping, his wife apparently knows that he's been doing some good work that night. Right. But, hey, he will. Uh, we're talking about trying to finish a line through tears. The man loves his material. I don't know. I agree. If he couldn't get it up, then it just wasn't happening.
0: Yeah, and and, and, and even Yalkin said, said it didn't that... have
1: quite the fantastic futuristic edge, which also would have been a mistake. Because yeah. I admit one of the fun parts about Beyond was we they committed completely to the premise that you know things are new, which was really yeah. hard to do with that kind of uh, it, slightly anomalous uh, time period that BTAS started in.
0: And Yalkin said that he realized, he was excited at first, but he realized that it it wasn't something he felt comfortable pursuing. Something mm-hmm. wasn't really right with it. So, you know, damn it, I have to have respect for people who are willing to just go, you know what, this is, just isn't working. Let's not do this. Yeah. Let's not subject people to this.
1: There are people we can trust uh, somewhat implicitly on that, like uh, Paul Dini or, as a for instance, and to move on, Joss Whedon.
0: Indeed. Joss Whedon. <laughs> the man with the golden touch recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron. This is the man who did Buffy and Serenity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he
1: Don't forget Firefly.
0: He And Firefly, yeah. Of course. This, this is a man who got a crack at writing a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so he's already living the dream.
0: So he writes this thing, uh, and he describes it as such. My heart was on the table. I was so into it. And I could tell the executive I was talking to was just completely thinking about their schedule and their window. And it was like I was talking to a wall. It was a different language. And I drove away from the meeting and I actually said to myself, like, how much more indication do I need that the machine doesn't care? I got back to work and they canceled Firefly. <laughs> and I was like, it was rhetorical. I wasn't asking for, I wasn't asking for more.
1: That is, that is a truly <laughs> bad day. You, it is you, you 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 go to talk to someone you can't get them excited about a batman script which is uh, it, there's so much money in it and it's such a fun character how can someone not like pull themselves away from doing a little uh, mental logistics for just 10 damn minutes and you get back and fireflies cancel mid-season after they were already you know failing to get out the episodes they wanted anyway it yeah bad day but <clears throat> he had a he had a he pointed out something on his uh, his version of the story that he wanted to do that I I would love, and he he says he's, uh, he's the, this tiny twelve year old who's about to get this shit kicked out of him, and then it cuts to Wayne Manor, and Alfred is running like something terrible has happened. He finds Bruce, and he's back from the fight, and he's completely fine. And Bruce is like, "I stopped them. I can stop them." Okay, I would yeah. I would have given anything for Whedon's take on that line—a twelve year old who realizes he can actually do something about this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Now as for Whedon's that's, villain. That's $10 that I wish I would have had the luxury of spending. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, Whedon <clears throat> has also said uh, in his version there is actually a new villain. It wasn't one of the classics, which mm-hmm. is probably why they didn't use his script. Mm-hmm. He says it was more of a Hannibal Lecter type. He was already somebody in Arkham Asylum that Bruce went and studied with. He says, it was a whole thing. I get very emotional about it. I still love the story. Maybe I'll get to do it as a comic one day. Maybe. I will be there to buy that comic, Mr. Whedon. (laughs) I will be there to buy that comic, DC. And
1: Whedon tends to kind of, uh, it's almost like he gets a little bit fed up with the whole being on set thing for a minute and decides he just wants to chill at home for a few months, and uh, that's... It seems like that's when we tend to get, you know, hey, I'm going to go take over Marvel Ultimate for a second, or hey, I'm going to do this. Um, right. <laughs> and I, I think it's one of those universally accepted things that if he if he touches pen to paper for a comic book, it's going to sell and it's going to be good. Hmm.
0: If he if he releases ink,
1: you're you're in good
0: hands. You're not wrong. All right, already DC fans, we're going to end part one of DC movies that never happened here. Next Monday is Part 2, where we discuss the Wolfgang Peterson Batman vs. Superman, George Miller's Justice League Mortal, Joss Whedon's Wonder Woman, and so much more. We'll also be dropping a mini-episode this week where we dive into our thoughts on the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice trailer, the Suicide Squad trailer, the Vixen trailer, and some more news that dropped at Comic-Con. We are DC On Screen, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, and on our website, com. Please go give us some 5-star ratings and Leave us a review over at iTunes and Stitcher. We may respond in a future episode if you do. Now, if you're looking for a similar podcast for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. They are also on iTunes and Stitcher or mcucast.com. I'm David C. Robertson, and you can find my sketch comedies and web series at maladjusted.tv. Until next week... Put some of that damn sweet DC on your screen. I know I will.
1: Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line?
0: Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The thing. name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The and and foul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive cream. Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your
0: dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen. They are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you
1: achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.